Hello and welcome to the Insurance Podcast, the Middle East edition. My name is Olivia Darlington and I'm a Managing Associate in the Insurance and Construction team based in Dubai. The aim of this podcast series is to introduce in short, bite-sized episodes topics of particular interest to those working on insurance and reinsurance matters involving the Middle East. And that's whether based on the ground or working on Middle East matters out of London or elsewhere. Together with various guest speakers, both internal and external, I'm going to be tackling some of the current hot topics, trends, challenges and opportunities in the Middle East insurance market across all commercial business lines. If you would like to be involved or have suggestions for topics, I would be delighted to hear from you. So to kick off this podcast series, I thought it might be helpful as we hopefully emerge from the COVID-19 crisis to have a look at how the pandemic has impacted the global insurance market and highlight some of the hot topics which I will be talking about in the next few episodes from a Middle East perspective. I'm joined by James Pollock, our Head of International Insurance. Um, Hi James, how are you? I'm very well, thanks Olivia. Nice to talk to you. Um, It's uh, sun shining. I'm back in the office today. Restaurants are opening, so there's lots to be optimistic about. Thanks for joining me today, James. Um, Perhaps I can start by just asking you what you consider to be the current challenges and opportunities in the global insurance market. Well, um, as you know, we're currently in a hard market with insurers pushing for substantially higher premiums and tighter policy terms and conditions and reducing their capacity. Um, Whilst the COVID-19 pandemic hasn't helped, I think the hardening market was already in evidence well before this crisis and a number of other factors and regulatory changes over the past couple of years have put increasing pressure on insurers. That said, I think there's lots of positives for the insurance industry that could emerge from the pandemic. Yes, I I agree with that. Um, I mean, in the Middle East, I think that the pandemic has introduced a greater awareness of the importance of having a tailored insurance programme in place across all business lines to protect the business. Um, Also, certain business lines are still relatively immature here or misunderstood. So the focus on insurance can only be a good thing. Regulators also seem to enhance their data collection and regulatory oversight during the pandemic. In the UAE, this is likely to be strengthened by the um, relatively recent merger of the central bank and insurance authority. I think um, another positive or opportunity is product development. I understand that some regulators in the GCC are um, assessing the impact of insurance rates if pandemic risks are covered. Insurers themselves are considering new insurance products and and we're definitely seeing that come in. Um, And those new products would cover changes in lifestyles as a larger number of people are working from home. As well as new products, current products need to adapt. Um, For example, the increased reliance on remote-enabled technologies is leading to an emerging cyber risk, so-called cyber physical losses, where a cyber attack results in physical damage and major supply chain disruption. I'm going to be discussing cyber risk on some of the future episodes, the first of which um, will be on ransomware attacks, which are on the rise, as you will know. Now, We are all obviously acutely aware of the enormous business interruption losses that have been suffered globally and the outcome of the FDA test case in the English courts, which held against insurers pretty comprehensively. 
Um, you were obviously defending one of the insurers, James. Um, how do you think the test case will impact upon the insurance market going forward? Well, the test case has obviously sent shockwaves through the London market, and not just because of the outcome against the insurers and the many millions of pounds in indemnity payments that will need to be made, and the potential, I think, for professional negligence claims against brokers who place these types of policy, but also because it marks a key development in the law on causation in respect of BI losses, which may have wider implications. And I think it was also a salutary reminder to the industry of how important policy considerations, in addition to the black letter law, can be in any case. Yeah, I think it will be really interesting to see how the business interruption cases will pan out in the Middle East um, and the extent to which they will be influenced by the decision in the test case, which obviously isn't binding here. Um, again, that is a topic that I will be considering in some future episodes, um, so I encourage listeners to look out for those. Um, in terms of other hot topics, I anticipate a rise in claims against directors and officers over here um, in light of an increasing number of insolvencies and um, their failure to manage the company properly or put in place an adequate crisis management plan. Um, are you also seeing that kind of um, issue emerging in the UK? Yes, we are. And one, one trend we've noticed is uh, risks affecting the D&O market. Claims, for example, arising out of cyber incidents where investors turn on the directors to recoup losses as a result of a cyber uh, incident. Uh, there's also a heavy and a growing focus on climate change uh, and the hot new topic ESG, uh, no pun intended. I'm, I'm not sure on the extent to which these will translate across to the Middle East market, uh, but these are certainly hot topics in the UK. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, I think that is going to be an emerging risk um, over here in the Middle East. Um, for example, the legislation in the UAE allows claims to be brought against directors and officers for general mismanagement, um, which is obviously incredibly wide, so it could encompass the types of claim that you are talking about. Um, in Saudi Arabia, the new securities class action regime and the increased scrutiny of the Capital Markets Authority on listed companies is also likely to bring an increase in claims against directors and officers there, and we're already seeing those come in. Um, I'm conscious of the time, um, so I think we will wrap up there. Um, I hope this first episode has given the listeners some food for thought and a taste of what is to come. Um, each episode will be up to 10 minutes long, posted on LinkedIn, and will be available on iTunes and Spotify. So look out for the topics that are of interest to you. All that remains is for me to say thank you, James, um, and thank you to our listeners, um, and look forward to uh, seeing you soon. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks.